dear listeners, this is John, and I forgot how I normally intro. We are here with Movies with John. I am with my host, as always, my dear, dear friend, Tom. How are you doing there, Tom? Doing uh, pretty good, John. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, we've got a special guest with us tonight, uh, a great friend of the pod and uh, a former... Uh, um, uh, interviewee uh, beforehand we got mr ryan herbsley ryan you are looking uh mighty mighty chiseled over there good sir wow thank you john and yeah good to good to see you guys well it's very good and, to see you ryan and hear you our typical yep. practice is to sexually harass guests when they uh come on the pod it's uh yeah it's <laughs> it's welcome i mean i'm not i don't feel uncomfortable so <laughs> Well, glad to hear, Ryan. Glad to hear, because I mean every word of it. So, how's uh, how have you been there, Ryan? I'm good. I'm excited. This is an exciting time. Uh, it's a really just a great time to be alive. I think right now. <laughs> Why is that? Well, it's uh, spring, late spring. We're coming into a hot, a hot summer, and it's going to be great. Um, I've got a lot of things going on right now, and it's all just. Really, really, it's just a special time, John. That's all that can really be said about it. It's a special time for me. I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad to hear. You guys have been getting piss-pounded with rain, though, over there, haven't you? Actually, well, yeah, but this week has been the opposite. We've been just uh, golden sunshine the past, like, four days. Good, good. About time. Yeah. Yeah. America's on the borderline of being great again, John. It's just a great time to be alive. Trump 2016, Tom. Yep. Exactly right. Now, I I get Ryan's sentiment. I had a similar feeling today. Summer is almost here. Uh, It feels great outside. Game of Thrones is actually hopeful for the first time in its existence. Good things have happened every episode. It's shocking. Yes. Yeah, I've been loving the recent Game of Thrones. Before we're here to talk about. Before we get into those thrones, Ryan, have you seen anything else lately, movie-wise? Um, no, not really. I've been, I, you know me, I watch, I watch my shows, and I actually went through kind of a dark period uh, where I lost my wallet, and. In doing that, I had to cancel all my cards, and well, wouldn't you know it, my Netflix account is on that card. So I canceled Netflix, and I was like, well, maybe I'll try something different. And so I got Hulu, and um, I, you can only watch so many episodes of Seinfeld, and I right. watched Seinfeld till I was blue in the face. Right. And uh, um, so I finally, actually just a couple days ago, I got uh, Netflix back. And I still have Hulu, but it's about to run out, and uh, so I'll get back into watching movies on there. Um, I've been watching Daredevil on okay. Netflix, and um, the movie you know, with Ben Affleck. It's 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 well, no, it's uh, that movie's awful. This is a TV. <laughs> this is a TV series, and uh, it's actually quite good. Uh, the guy really kicks some ass in it. I don't know if you guys... I, I really like action movies, and this is like... It's an action-packed television show. Um, I've heard it's real. You guys, I mean, you guys both know I'm classically trained in hand-to-hand combat myself, and so it's all... It's interesting for me to watch shows like that and, and just kind of see what he's doing wrong. And Even You have to remind me, Ryan, because I know there's so many, but what proficients... What, what are you proficient in again? Um, basically, just... Um, well, you're familiar with just cla- like classic boxing. <laughs> um, so there's that, and then also um, wrestling. <laughs> have you have you considered getting in the octagon, Ryan? No, I'll never do that. I did it once. Did it, did it once? And won't go back. I will never go back in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Not for old Ryan Pie. No, it's nobody puts sick. Ryan in the cage. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Yeah, same thing with Leah. She she agrees with you 100 on that yeah. one. Well, she probably sleeps in a cage. No, she doesn't. She sleeps in she sleeps in bed with us because she uh, she won't sleep in a cage. You can't keep her caged. 
Really? Is it ever hard, Ryan, to watch, you know, those soft-ass Hollywood elites out there <laughs> pretending to kick butt when you actually yeah. know how to kick butt so hard? It's funny that you say that, Tom. Um, that's exactly how I feel pretty much any time I watch an action movie. Or I mean, you just kind of, it's always in the back of your mind, you know, these guys don't really know what they're doing. It's a pale, <laughs> pale imitation. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to head straight to Thrones, take a quick break? I want to give a quick shout-out to, um, I watched uh, a movie today called We Are Still Here, um, indie horror film, and it was one of the best ones I've seen in a blue moon. Um, the climax, it was, it, it's, it's slow building but not boring, but the climax is like, pow! Right there in the face. To, uh, wow. Yeah, it, it really gets all over. Sounds something else. intense. Yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it stronger. So uh, for you horror aficionados out there, we are still here. Two thumbs up. All right, and with that, we will head to break. And when we come back, we will be talking about... Do, do. How, how does the theme song go? You know, Game uh, of Thrones. Da, 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 yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's tough to do. It'll be like that. You'll probably hear it in between this segment, listeners. Welcome back, dear listeners. We have with us, as we mentioned today, Ryan Herbsley, who has a little trick up his sleeve. Ryan is a Game of Thrones expert. He's read every book that there is. He knows all that there is to know about the thrones. And we are so glad to have him here to explain to us just what's going on with Game of Thrones. So, Ryan, what is going on? Well, honestly, I mean, there's... it's. There's so much going on. Uh, this last, this most recent episode was a real, uh, a real good one. A lot of things happened, and a lot of things that we wanted to happen. It was, it um, was fire emoji, tits emoji. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, I mean, and like you said, you can ask me anything because I know it all. <laughs> so let's uh, before we begin talking about when we first encountered the thrones. So uh, Ryan, do you remember when you first got into Game of Thrones? Yeah, I do, because it, uh, it wasn't that long ago. Um, I didn't get on board like when it first came out and stuff. I actually had kind of um, negative thoughts about it. I didn't think it was something that I would really like or, or really get into. Nerd, um, nerd stuff. Nerd stuff, yeah. And um, But I, I had to be honest with myself and kind of come to the realization that I am kind of a nerd. And uh, about a year ago, I started watching them, and I couldn't stop. I watched all the seasons up to season six, so season, seasons one through five, in probably like three months. Wow, nice. Yeah. Yeah, my story was something similar. I think I came on board after the second or third season, and I was house-sitting for someone who had HBO. This was back in the dark, dark days before HBO Now Now. And I watched all of the seasons in three days or something crazy. I was just said to myself, I'm not going to work for these days. And I'm going to watch every single episode of Game of Thrones until it's done. And ever since then, I've been watching as it goes. And that is maybe the most difficult part about Game of Thrones. Because when you see that episode on Sunday, you just want the next one. So true. So true. How about you, John? This is my first experience not being able to just binge watch it, and it's been tough. Oh, that would be tough. Yeah. You're used to having more. Now there just, there aren't any more. Well, and that being said, uh, bright side, I I watched seasons one through five on my cell phone. 
Wow. So, so, uh, but now I'm going over to uh, Griffin's and watching it on a on a regular TV on Sunday nights, and so that's nice. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a significant screen increase right there. Big time, big time. So how about you, well, John? We all know you all know how tired your arms get. You end up <laughs> dropping your phone right on your freaking face, and it's awful. I have not watched 50 hours of TV on my phone <laughs> in my life. Although I did watch about a season of Twin Peaks on my phone while traveling, so I'll give you that. All right, John, let's hear it. When did you hear about the Thrones? When did you jump on? I actually jumped on fairly early. I jumped on right after the first season, and the reason why was it was. Um, well, when did it come on then? Like 2011 or something like that? Probably. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it would be a while ago. Yeah, it would have been 2011, yeah, because it's season five right now. Six. Season six. Yeah, I think it's season, season six. It's the beginning of season six. So, yeah, so it started in 2011, and then um, uh, in... Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. And um, in the fall of 2011... Uh, it was actually the first time Ayanda came to the States. Oh, so nice. she came over, and at that time, I was a senior in college and really didn't give a shit about my classes. Um, I don't think I went to a class uh, more than once a week, and I was working part-time. So I had a lot of free time on my hands, and I stumbled upon this. We had HBO, and I binged-watched it, loved it, and then I think I watched it two or three more times that fall. Um and became a big Game of Thrones man. Um, I kind of fell off it a little bit when I was living in Minnesota uh, because I didn't have internet or TV when I was out there. Uh, those were dark days. But uh, I am back on the train and loving it. Yeah, yeah. Good to, hear. Good to hear. It was 2012 when I first watched now because that year you lived in... Well, no one cares. We don't have to get into that. So... Ryan, what did you think when you first started watching The Thrones, the early days? Well, I remember distinctly watching um, the first episode and it being like kind of hard for me to watch and thinking that it like wasn't that good. And, and uh, a couple days went by. I didn't even finish the first episode. I watched like the first half hour of it. Wow. And a couple of days went by, and I was like, hey, I'll give it another shot. And I finished the first episode, and after that, it was that was it. I, I wanted more, and I was on board 100%. That story is like you met a girl at the bar, and she vomited on, vomited on you, but then you got together again a few weeks later, and you've been married ever since. Yeah, well, and, you know, similar things have happened to me. <laughs> That's actually me and Ayanda's story. <laughs> oh, really? Well, not quite, but close enough. <laughs> if you really want to know the story of how we met, you can listen to our Valentine's Day special, dear listeners. Yeah, I believe it's in there. <laughs> so, uh, who is your favorite character in the old, in the early goings? Um, I well, okay. In the early goings, favorite character would probably be uh, Tyrion. Oh, um, all Widgley. Yeah, yeah, I like him, and I still really, really like him, uh, but I have since then grown very fond of Arya Stark, and I think that uh, when she's done with her her storyline, she's going to be pretty badass, and uh, I'm really, really excited, excited about where she's going. Yeah, that's totally fair. She's a great one. I kind of liked her storyline with the Hound, and I understand why that had to end, but those were good times. They were great times. Yeah, I love that, too. That was part of me, like, growing to like her so much. Yeah. Do you have a favorite, John? Yes, I do. Um, sorry, listeners, I've been turned on and off my mic because I'm babysitting Leah and if you remember, she was a sweet, quiet little thing in the early goings, and now she is a rambunctious little terror, as she should be. Um, but I am also a big fan of Arya Stark currently, um, and my one complaint about this season is my favorite character for the first four or five, whatever number of seasons it was, was Braun, and I'm missing me some Braun right now. Hey, Where he's back. This, he's back this year, though. He wasn't at all in the last season. Where was he? Where is he? I don't see him anywhere. Are you kidding? What do you mean? 
they you're talking sh- about you're talking about the boy who's crippled no no that's, that's someone else that's Bran that's Bran isn't it Bran isn't that um oh Tyrion's sidekick oh no 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 I know who you're talking about that guy who just Littlefinger like, no, 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 oh, no. The, the guy who protected Tyrion and fucked all the whores and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has been in this season. You're right. B-R-O-N-N. Suck it. Wow. Well, touche. Yeah. He was he fun, was my... though. I liked him. Yeah, he was the shit. Yeah, he's he, sound a clown. If I remember correctly, he is shacked up with some princess, right? Yep. Who's got, like, a pretty sweet pad, and he was just going to put his feet up. Pretty much, but I have a well, feeling... Well, he Dorne and got all messed up by the Sand Snakes for a hot second. Right. And then we never heard from him again. Well, because Jamie Lannister, he got to stay there or something. And actually, currently, I wouldn't say he's my favorite character, but I think he uh, he's the most interesting character to me right now, is actually zombie Gregor Clegane. Oh. Yes. What? That yeah, is yeah, not yeah. interesting. I cannot, I cannot wait, because there's a little teaser... I remember for this season that came on, and it's uh, when the, uh, what is it, the Faith Militant are trying to, it looks like they're trying to bring back in Queen Cersei for something. Yeah. And um, and uh, and they go, we can either go in peace or with violence. And she goes, I choose violence. And then yeah. Gregor Clegane draws his sword. I cannot wait for that scene. I am pumped. Yeah, it's that'll be, be cool. I'm ready for all these High Sparrows to be murdered. Oh fuck the high sparrows! I hate them. I don't, and I don't understand. Like, why? Why do they have power? Can somebody explain that to me? They gave them power. <laughs> who? Who? The Lannisters. Uh, the, the crown did. Cersei did. Or yeah. King Tommen the weak. Right. You yeah. <laughs> Which? Why did they do that the again? The Lannisters have fallen. I used to think like Lannisters were awesome. And they were like my favorite family and stuff, but now it's just... What did you like, the incest or the pushing of young children out of towers? (laughs) (laughs) I like all of that. (laughs) It all just appealed. Because they were, I don't know, they just seemed in control of the situation, and now they've lost total control. They're caught between a real pincher right now, because if you think about it geographically, they've got... Mother of Dragons coming up from the south, and they've got White Walkers and Jon Snow coming up from the north, and their own city is divided due to their own stupid ideas. Can we talk really quickly about, sorry, you brought up our fire from the south and ice from the north, but can we talk really quick, now we're kind of jumping all over the place, about Jon Snow born by fire Going after the White Walkers, reborn by ice. Yeah, he's he's totally the son of Targaryen and Ned Stark's sister. Yeah. There's some theories that that's actually uh, Tyrion. Some very minor theories out there. I don't buy it too much. Yeah, that makes no sense besides the fact that he talked to dragons and it went all right. Yeah. So it's a minor one, but it is a theory out there. What else would the Tower of Joy scene have been, if not them doing that? And Ned Stark having a bastard son is the least on-character thing that's ever happened, so this just makes that make sense as well. Do you guys know what was going on in that tower? She was giving birth to Jon Snow. Oh, or at least that's the theory. We don't, yeah, we don't know that for a fact, but that was the guess because the guy guarding it was Sword of the Morning, who was the best and most loyal swords person to the Baratheons. And while they were doing oh, that... Oh, to the Tar- Targaryens. Or Targaryens, excuse me. The Baratheons yeah, yeah, are taking yeah. over. But while they were doing that, there was a big battle between the Baratheons and the Targaryen army, and the Targaryen army lost without their best swordsman. So whatever he's guarding was presumably super important. And the theory is he's guarding Ned Stark's sister, uh, who is giving birth to Jon Snow, who would be then part Targaryen and part uh, Stark. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's got to be what's going on. And that scene was badass, the the guy with the two swords. Yeah, he was great. And I, I actually just watched a YouTube video the other night. Somebody redid that scene and turned their swords into lightsabers <laughs> and put in a bunch of lightsaber sounds, and it's a pretty epic combination. That's awesome. 
But um, can I ask you guys a really quick question? I know we already did favorite characters and stuff, uh, but can I ask you? I want to. I want to obviously do least favorite character. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I also want to just what who's like what group do you like the best? Yeah. So I don't think I've said my favorite character. It's a tough one. I don't even know. I mean, John John Snow is the one you're supposed to throw in with. I like him. I like Arya. I like Danny, even though they make her do boring stuff all the time. But my favorite group got to be the Starks. Going OG on that. I don't know. The Starks are so there's there's how many Starks do we have left? We have Sansa, Arya, Jon Snow, Bran, Bran and Rickon. Bran and Rickon for now. My least favorite character. I mean, the least favorite character is the easiest question that's ever existed. It's that horrible guy who turned Theon into Reek. Yeah, uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. From, from House Bolton. Ramsey Bolton. I was going to say, because House Bolton is my least favorite family. Yeah, I actually... I guess, like, their, um, their sigil is even disgusting. Their sigil is like a bloodied man hanging upside down. Right. I actually hated the people who the Red Lady was with the first time. Oh, uh, Stannis. That was... Stannis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like them either. Stannis Baratheon. Um, I didn't enjoy him. I didn't enjoy I like, burning I his daughter. Like the veil. The veil sucks. I mean, the lady nursing her son was kind of funny, but it's pretty much over it now. Yeah. <laughs> and pushing her out the moon door was sweet, and it's one of the better gifts that exists. Yeah. All right. That's true. that's what's so great about the show. Point. The veil is all right. The leadership is shit. Let's make it specific here. Yeah. But who else? Who else? John. Who else? Do you know from the veil that makes you say that it's all right? <laughs> like the you every it's focused on the leadership in every group. So you met one dude from the veil that you liked one time. They uh they have the cool well actually the guy who died first like guy who got pushed down the moon door from Bron he seemed all right but like no I just they've got cool colors they've got a cool sigil they've got the best castle I mean come on that thing's sick well that's debatable because the Iron Isles are pretty sweet too the Iron Isles are just a pirate ship that ended up on top of some pillars. Yeah, I don't. Li- yeah, I don't like the Iron people at all. I would say the only real shout out to another group of people you can root for is the people in Dorne and the Sand Snakes because those people are the greatest. And Oberyn may have been my favorite character in the entirety of the show. Yeah, he was cool. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to the Wildlings. Gross. I think that they're cool. I really liked. I really really liked Jon Snow's crush there. Like, yeah. to be honest, I kind of, like, I might have had a little crush on her, too. <laughs> and um, and then the other dude that's in the Wildlings, he's, like, the leader of the Wildlings, too. He has red hair. Yeah, the guy who said he fucked a bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, he's he's funny. <laughs> yeah. And I, they're cool, too, because they just have, like, giants, and they're cool. The giants are sweet. I like that him and Brienne have a little romance going. And I liked when they came in to, you know throw over the people who killed Jon Snow and that guy just shot a giant with an arrow and the giant ripped him out of the castle and just <laughs> threw him against it like what are you doing shooting a bow and arrow at a giant yeah that's exactly kind of the same thing I said when I was watching it's like out of everybody that you could choose to shoot <laughs> yeah you could have legitimately murdered any one of them but you yeah. shot a giant which is like giving him a splinter while he just crushed you to death John, who's your least who's your least favorite character, dude? Well, it's gotta be Bolton. It's gotta be Ramsey Bolton. But we haven't seen him in a while. I think that the fry Freys, those are the Riverland guys who uh, did the Red, Red Wedding. Red Wedding. Right? Yeah, the I mean, uh, we haven't seen gross. them for a while, but those bros are nasty. And they're gonna get something coming to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick so, of yeah, they killed the dire wolf as well. I'm sick of everyone killing the dire wolves. They're like no, none of them left. Who's even left? Ghost? Ghost is Ghost. the only one left. And uh, Bran's... Oh, Bran has one, I think. Oh, and actually, yeah. Arya's is still alive, too. That You never saw him get killed, I don't think. I could be wrong about that. Okay. I don't know. Arya, 
But um, what does everyone think? I think the only the only uh, the only house that we haven't uh, commented on yet is um, Tyrell. What's everyone think about Tyrell? Oh, oh, I like them. I do too. I like them. I yeah. That's that's Marjorie's family. I like Marjorie. I like Marjorie. Yeah. She's sexy and fun. Her gay brother seems like a cool dude. I well, love the looked, grandma. Well, it kind of got a little reekified. It looks like. Yeah. Well. The, yeah, yeah. He was. He wimped out. He needed to stick with it like his sister. But I love the grandma, and she totally killed Joffrey, which is sweet. Which yeah, that was such. That's another epic win in the show. Oh, the Joffrey! Joffrey could have been worse than the Boltons. It's just he's been dead for so long. I haven't been worrying about it. But he sucked, right. and killing that hooker who we all loved was a terrible thing. Oh. And it, Beautiful, beautiful Shay. Yeah. And actually, and actually, Sweet. Joffrey probably should be the least or most hated character. Although Ramsey's really making a strong push here at the end. Yeah. Uh, Joffrey probably should be because his character is so universally hated that the actor who played Joffrey couldn't go out to pubs in England because people would just tell him "fuck you, Joffrey." <laughs> and kick him out of the bar. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, he also has a really specific look, though, whereas the Ramsey guy can probably look fairly normal when he tries to. And he's yeah. also had a career before the Game of Thrones. Right. So. Ugh, Joffrey did suck. They both have terrorized Sansa. Although, Tommen, too, is coming up. I mean, Tommen is not, like, nasty, but he is actually readily creeping up my, maybe not most hated, but definitely least liked list. Yeah, there's nothing there to like. It's a wet. If you like, uh, if you like wet, cold blankets, then you like Tommen. Yeah, he's the most impotent, dumbest boy that there ever was. Which is incredible, knowing his mother. Yeah, I mean that the the Veil King though is worse, and you apparently love the Veil, but Littlefinger just tells him what to do. Yeah, there are two very impotent little boys right now. And, uh, which is paving the way for one of the great themes, which is female leadership, which is what Danny's doing and what the Sand Snakes are doing once they killed all those Dornish kings. I loved when they killed that guy, and he was like, fine, my son will lead. They're like, no, your son is fucking soft, and he's a pussy, and we're going to kill him right now. Then <laughs> <laughs> kill you. And they I just was going to say this earlier, um... You know, because there's two characters that don't have a dick. Yeah. Right? So there's, I forget the bald guy. Right. His name is. Yeah. But he doesn't have a penis. And we know that Theon, Theon now Reek, got his cut off. Um, and then also we know, like, we have a, a variety of characters that have their little secrets. We know oh, now that um, the- Melisandre is an old, old lady the unsullied don't have dicks either so gray worm doesn't have one yeah yeah yeah. they're castrated that means they don't have balls they they do have their dicks i don't don't think they have dicks because there was a scene with a prostitute where they were like they just cuddled because they don't have dicks dude you can still no but no no no. they got castrated they they still have their penises reek's the only one that doesn't have a dick uh the other guys are all just castrated so they just don't have balls no, but Tom's right because Grey Worm there, which is funny that his name's Grey Worm. <laughs> sounds like a dick, <laughs> and he, he doesn't even have one. Does Grey but, Worm uh, have they, a? They don't have one because Tom's right. They just cuddle because you just cuddle with that super hot girl. Well, yeah, but because you don't have balls means that you are you don't have to means that you like aren't like sexually interested because you don't have the necessary function to get an erection because that whole manufacturing plant is gone with your testicles. So you're like telling you me... Castrate, like when you castrate an animal, you don't cut off its dick. You just cut off its balls. So you're telling me if you don't have any balls, your dick can't get hard. Yeah, that's just false. That is false, but you can't really... You, It produces the semen and the cum, so there's nothing like... It, it's not, like, enjoyable. There's no, like, point to it. There's no endorphins that are released from getting your dick hard. Now, I am taking it... I'm going out on a limb on that one. <laughs> but I know for a fact 
Well, I don't know for a fact, but I am like 90% sure that those guys still have their dicks. So, dear listeners, if you have more information on the process of castration, specifically in regards to Game of Thrones, please let us know. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Email me. At moviesofjohn, moviesofjohn at gmail.com. Tell us about these dicks. But so that's just that's just a fascinating thing. It makes you think about the character in a different way, you know, and it's just interesting. I personally, as far as Theon goes, Reed goes, I think he's due for a little bit of a redemption. Yeah, I think he's going to get some right now when he's ceding power to his sister and having her lead. By the way, yeah. Rob Stark, his downfall was arguably his dick, maybe his heart, but... Didn't do the right thing and marry that lady, and then yeah, he got the red right. wedding. I guess that's I guess that's another theme in terms of the dude of the of the men leadership is that they team they, they have tended to be undone by their dicks. Yeah, Jon Snow almost with that wildling. Really, yep. Joffrey for Mary and Marjorie. Yep. Um, Robert Baratheon for falling in love with a wrong woman or with with the whole thing with Ned Stark's. Right. Ned Stark's the only one that was basically killed not for that reason, but it's because he was too honest. Right, too honor-bound. I'm thinking that'll be the transformation in Jon Snow now that he's back from the dead as he will not be bound to codes of honor. Yeah, he's, he's running his own world now. Killing boys and shit. I was so glad he killed Ollie. I hated Ollie. Yeah, fuck Ollie. What? Why, why? What little boy would kill? Like you know how much he looked looked up to Jon Snow. What little boy would kill his hero like that? He killed. He killed the ginger wildling too. Yeah, he's awful. I'm glad he's dead. Me too. I didn't feel bad at all. He looked gross when he was hung though. Honestly, yeah, I, I, that's, I was just going to say justice is best served uh, at the edge of a blade, in my, in my opinion. Like, I would rather see them cut people's heads off than hang them. Yeah, strong agree. The hanging is a little gross. Yeah. So, uh, should we start getting into some theories where we think it's all going? I'd love to, Tom. So, I mean, the big plot has to be going to... White Walkers versus Dragons, right? It's a song of ice and fire. You got your ice, you got your fire. I think that that is accurate, 100%. So, the tricky thing is there are only two seasons left, so how will they consolidate everything in that amount of time to bring it all to a head? I think they did a lot in the last episode by giving Danny a whole army. Well, I think they're going to set up a number of things this season, and then what they've got two more two more seasons after this, or the next season is going to be the last one. Two more after. Oh, that's plenty of time to set up all this ish. Yeah, there's there's a lot of time left, a lot of game left. Well, what's going on with Bran though? Bran, it appears, can maybe influence the past. Well, he's a green seeker. I did a little bit of research into this, and this is the book side of things. Okay. Um, but he's like a green seeker, which means he's don't like... Don't tell us a, anything. If you've read the books, don't tell us anything we don't know. I don't know. No, no. Yeah, I realize like, the sh- it doesn't matter because right now the, mo- the the show is actually beyond the books. So right, okay. this entire time has been like everyone's worried about the people who've read the books giving up all these spoilers. Now but book now, people don't people like show people. Books are worried that the show is going to give away spoilers to the uh, that the show is going to give away spoilers to the books. You know what? But, Suck it, book people. Right, but at this point, because I'm talking, about I didn't read Harry Potter. I'm not going to read fucking. They're, Game of Thrones. I can't endorse that view, but anyways, continue, John. <laughs> well, my brother's read the books, and he says that the moment, just because for the sake of the show, they weren't able to get into detail on so many of the things that were in the books. And so really, they, they have a lot of freedom at this point to go on their own route and not worry about upset or giving away anything that George Martin's going to do. Right. So it's really kind of free reign at this point. Wow. That's impressive. But Bran is doing weird stuff because he can warg into other human beings, too, which no one else has been able to do. And when it looked like he interfered with the past, that seems like a shocking power that could change literally everything. It could make him 
walk again. Yeah, so I don't know how that will fit in. And that scene of next week with him standing next to the White Walkers, like, what the fuck is that? Could he warg into a White Walker? Like, what is even going on? I bet you that's what it is. It's probably not anything that, like, the White Walkers are storming the tree. It's probably more just that he is transported into a position to talk to them, but, like, not be physically there. Yeah, I don't even know. I can't imagine. But that that tree stuff is blowing my mind. Everything else I kind of understand. It looks like John will consolidate and they'll head towards Lannister territory after presumably going through the Boltons with the help of Theon. And then, uh, you know, Danny's... And the Vale. And the, well, I guess if Littlefinger will do that. He's not a very trustworthy guy. Not in the slightest. I can't stand him. Yeah, but the Boltons, I don't think, are anywhere near... I don't think he trusts Ramsay either, and he's going to go with people that he can... that he feels like he can trust over anything else, so... If his think, if his character was named Big Finger, I don't think any of it would work. <laughs> That's true. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So, good writing there, for sure. I read an article on MSN.com, uh, one of my favorite websites, great stuff, uh, but it was all about stuff that is in the books, but it's not in the show, and I'm so glad that it's not in the show, because the books seem like they were like a little bit farther out there. Like, apparently in the books, Tyrion has like a pig nose, oh. and and like uh, Khaleesi's like a little guard friend has like blue hair and a golden mustache, and like... That's just, that's not cool at all. <laughs> yeah, that is some next level fantasy stuff. So I'm glad they didn't try and do that. Where do you think Barf. it's all going, Ryan? Okay, so here's my, this is my guess. Okay, so we have three dragons, right? Yep. So Khaleesi's going to be on the big one. And then like you guys were saying, um, Jon Snow, right, is part... Uh, Targaryen. Targaryen, so he's going to get a dragon. Yep. And then I don't really... Who else would be on the third dragon? Maybe Arya, because Arya always treated Jon Snow like a brother, whereas Sansa and other people didn't. Right. Tyrion. Or Tyrion. Tyrion. I don't think he's qualified, dude. He could. He would, that, that dragon would buck his little body right off it. He already interacted with the dragons and they didn't kill him. But he's written so many other things that he's probably pretty good at this point. Yeah. And remember, yeah. he was brave in that one battle. Killed some people. That's true. He got that scar on his face. Yep. Yeah, he's, um, he's tougher than you'd think. Yep. You so I, I think that those there'll be there'll be obviously be three people on the three dragons and they will be they'll have like the southern army on their side and it's just going to be exactly what you guys said fire and ice. Um, I'm really excited though to see how much ice are we talking about yeah. up there? How much ice is going to be raining down? How many trays are they going to break? <laughs> you know what I mean? How many white white walkers? I mean, an infinite amount, it appears. Everyone who dies is a white walker. Is that how it works? Yeah, remember that one battle? They fought against the white walkers, and a bunch of them died, and they finally got away in ships, and the king went like this, lifted his arms up, and all of the dead people were white walkers. Yeah, okay. okay so that's, that's not a good business model when you're fighting people who every time one of you goes, they become one of they them. They go back over. That is an uh, unstoppable tide, it would appear. They can only be killed with Valerian steel, dragon glass, and by actual dragons. Right. Well, and I gotta imagine they could be drowned. Um, I don't know. Why, would, well, you, why would you think that? Maybe they would just float like ice. Well, if you tied some bricks around them, <laughs> they, you could just sink them, and they wouldn't be able to... You know, they'd be alive down there, but they wouldn't be able to escape. I guess I'm saying we could always just trap them. But what about the old, the old phrase, what is dead can never die? Yeah. Uh, that, like I said, as long as they're just out of your hair, if they're just trapped, 
Like R. Kelly in a closet? Sure, yep. Yep. I don't know, I'm just spitballing a little bit. <laughs> By the way, earlier I said Midgley Widgley, which is offensive, but where I get it from, and I want to mention this, have you ever seen this, Ryan, the funnier die thing, Gay of Thrones? I've never seen it, no. Oh my god, you need to watch every single thing. It's four minutes long. And it's a gay hairdresser talking about Game of Thrones to people who don't care and don't want to hear about it. And he has the funniest names for everyone. He calls Grey Worm Baby Barack Obama. And he calls Daenerys Targaryen Blonde Cher. Yes. I love that. <laughs> it's so I, yeah, good. Yeah, send me the links, bro. Yeah, just look up Gay of Thrones. It is amazing. I watch it every single week. That's awesome. <laughs> I saw that SNL did a parody. I didn't really appreciate that because I have I have uh, very little respect for Saturday Night Live now. Oh, hot takes. Why is that? Did they reject your tape? When's the last time that it ever really made you? No. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, because I have made a couple of tapes, but all for different um, reality TV shows. Mad, Mad TV, um, Jersey Shore. Uh, I did a couple for Survivor. Um, I did a Dealer No Deal one last week. Ba- the Bachelor, of course. Yeah, and then obviously The Bachelor. Um, Why The Bachelor and not The Bachelorette? I feel like you do well with competition. That's true. That is true. You, but you, you can utilize your, your proficiencies in both boxing and wrestling at that point to cut your competition down to size. I was kidding about that, dude. <laughs> I've never wrestled anything in my life. Oh, I couldn't. Other I, than couldn't a, I couldn't couple tell. Bear claws. Couple <laughs> By the way, that ginger, that ginger wildling is the true grizzly man. That's right. He did what Timothy right. could only dream of doing when Timothy touched the poo and said this was just inside of her. That grizzly. He was. He was inside, inside of her. Inside of the bear. Yeah. So, there you go. We've come full circle now. How do you guys feel about bestiality? Just really quick. <laughs> pretty pretty low on it myself. I feel like if it doesn't hurt the animal, <laughs> then who really gives a shit? Oh, oh hot right? takes. I think it's bad. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with that stance. It went off the rails towards the end. <laughs> Just Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> Game of Thrones will do that to you, though. It, it ignites a lot of fun conversation. Yeah. But I will be the first to tell you, do not ever, like you said uh, with, with that Game of Thrones thing, don't ever try and talk to somebody who doesn't like it or care about it because it's just not ever going to be worth it. or And you're just going to end up feeling like a huge nerd. Yeah, people who don't like it or care about it, whatever. They just don't, they can't afford HBO now now. Shots fired. Yeah, and is HBO a go-go still a thing? It is, if you have a friend who has a real HBO subscription. Doesn't mean anything, though? What does HBO go do? It's the same as HBO now, it's just you have the cable subscription. Uh Oh. So, explain the rules. What is the difference between now and go? All right, so HBO Go comes when you have cable TV and you've subscribed to HBO. So yep. then if you're traveling or whatever, you could watch things on HBO Go. HBO Now is essentially the same exact thing as HBO Go, except it's thirteen ninety nine or whatever a month, and you can buy it and only have it without having cable to subscribe to HBO. Okay, see, I had no idea that that even existed. It's a pretty new thing. It's kind of great. We've had it ever since it came out, and I think it's worth it. We don't have cable or anything, so this is. these shows are good enough. Like John Oliver, you can watch every episode of Curb. That's worth it right there. Oh, 100% that's worth it. The Wire, yeah. True yep. Detective, Game of Thrones, Jinx, it's all out there. Good deal. Yeah, so thank you to our sponsors, HBO Now Now. We appreciate <laughs> all the money that you give us or should give us after this episode. So, do we have any final Thrones thoughts? I love um, it. You should watch it. 
and I disagree with both of you jabronis, and I say if you have time, you should probably read the books. Mm, no, there's so many other books. I have not yeah. yet read the books myself, so I'm kind of, you know, being I, that guy right I now. hope you read them and you think they suck, and then you gave everyone <laughs> dog shit advice on your own podcast. I, I only give bad advice, Tom. Yeah, that's usually Lakin and I, but you can get in the game, too. <laughs> only when it involves fantasy baseball. Mm-hmm. So, you Ryan... You guys ever just walk around the house and say, "Shame, shame," all the shame. time, all the time. I do it all the time. Every time I'm naked, I do it to myself. Yeah. Well, sometimes I order a pizza and I just eat it over the sink like a rat, <laughs> and then in between slices, I'll say, "Shame, <laughs> shame, shame." Yeah, that shame. sounds. We haven't asked yet, Ryan, but how are your squirrels doing? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, like I said. Um, it's a beautiful time great time to be alive the squirrels are out they're happy they're in their natural habitat outside of the house oh nice and, uh, it's a great thing yeah, yeah actually just to keep you guys updated on my status uh i'm moving out of here in a month and i just bought myself a home so i'm a homeowner wow you did where at uh it's down in a town getting down nice a town but yeah, I'm just going to try and I'm going to have it for a couple years here and it's it's got a lot of potential so I'm going to just, and I'm kind of a handy guy, so I'm just going to um, fix it up and put some money into it over the next couple of years because my monthly payment on my mortgage is going to be lower than what I'm paying in rent here and uh, try and flip it. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah. Big moves, bro. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'll finally be able to live without squirrels, and I'll be able to take a shower for more than seven minutes. That's the true American dream. No wonder you thought life was so good. Yeah. Squirrel free. Squirrel free, baby. (laughs) All right, well, hey, should we wrap it up? Does that that sound good? We got all our Thrones talk on. Maybe we should do another one of these once this season ends. Could do that. That'd be a good idea. I agree. I agree. I was going to give you guys a couple of notes, too, because I don't know. I mean, I listen to the podcast, like, pretty much every week. Yeah, yeah. And um, I noticed, like, in today's when I was mowing the lawn, you guys were doing, when you have a new guest on and you do, like, your um, your questions for them. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, you could do, like, uh, least favorite Pixar movie. That's a good one. Interesting. Just... I'm just trying to think of uh, different questions for you to ask people. I would love some new questions, so yeah. Um, another one would be, I just I was thinking of them when I was mowing the lawn. Cause you gotta get rid of you gotta get rid of Birdman Boyhood. <laughs> oh, that's a big one for us, but yeah, we could phase it out. Maybe like favorite favorite Tim Allen movie. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Uh, worst Johnny Depp film. Worst Johnny Depp film. That's good too. That's good too. Anything that's gonna immediately tell you what kind of person you got on pod. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We need to get some more of those. Do you? Can you think of any others? I thought of one earlier. Let me let me think on it, and I'll text you them. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think it, I think it's a great pod. Well, thanks, Ryan. We appreciate the feedback of our loyal listeners, as always. Yep. Yeah, but like Ryan, I've got, I've got a severe issue with the rating you've given us, <laughs> you jabroni. Which us. one? Which one? You, you still only have two stars. There's two stars on this show, and their name are Tom and John. <laughs> you're, lowering our ra- you're lowering our rating, Ryan. What gives? Well, I had one before that. Did it, did it delete my old one? Yeah, I think you can only give one. Yeah. Oh, I had one on there before that that was like five stars, I think. Four. <laughs> well, that was, it was still new. <laughs> uh, I'll go on and change it. I just I just changed it one day because I thought of that and thought it was funny. It is uh, very uh, funny. I retract my earlier statement that Ryan's a great fan of the pod. He is just <laughs> a mediocre or below average he, fan He is pod. a fair weather fan if there ever was one. Uh 
But anyways, listeners, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would much appreciate that. And thank you again, Ryan, for coming back on the pod. We look forward to having you at the end of Thrones, if not before. Yeah, I'm, I was happy to be on. And um, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Love the pod. Sounds good. Thanks for coming on. Love you, bud. Yep, see you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Good they put the nicest hotels on the 59th floor with the big wide windows with the suicide doors ain't no blood on my money ain't no twitter in heaven i know them drugs isn't close Ain't no visit in heaven, I know the difference in blessings And worldly possessions, like my ex-girl getting pregnant And her becoming my everything, I'm at war with my wrongs I'm writing four different songs, I never forged it or forfeited I'm a force to be reconciled, they want four minutes song You need a four hour praise dance, performed every morn I'm feeling shortness of breath Alright dear listeners, that was an extraordinary podcast With podcast, local podcast hero Ryan Herbsley. Um, Come around for next week. Uh, We're going to get a little bit off uh, the movie train. Don't worry. We'll still talk about movies, but uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Uh, We're quarter of the way, 25% Tom, uh, of the way through baseball season, or or roughly thereabouts. So we are going to be covering all things baseball, and uh, let's be honest, we're going to focus on the fantasy side of it. Let's do it. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the goal for next week, dear listeners. Tune in uh, if you are in any leagues, and our advice will sure will be sure to win you all of your upcoming matches. Yeah, and we can also just talk about Roof Net Odor punching Joey Bats in the face a thousand times as well. Watch if you haven't seen it yet. Find a video or a GIF. There are thousands of them out there. Absolutely. So we look forward to that, and we will uh, speak to you all then. All right. We'll see you next week, Tom. I love you, bud. Sounds good. Love you too, John John.